Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thanks for tuning in again today. I was talking yesterday about how Joshua fought the battle of Jericho and, and God led them and they won because they were simply obedient to him. I want to continue in Joshua today in chapter 23, verses 1 through 6. You know, the, the armies were tired because they were fighting. They were fighting for God and God went before them, but they were tired. We get tired sometimes when we are uh, doing so much, and uh, they were tired, and some different things took place. So I'm going to read that to you after I pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, again, today I call upon you. I ask your presence to lead us. I ask your presence to guide us. I ask your presence to always be near us. Lord Jesus, I thank you for these people listening today. I thank you for their hearts and their minds. God, lead them in a powerful and mighty way. May they see you clearly this day. Lord, may this short message touch their life, and they would listen and be obedient to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, so they were resting, and so this is uh, Joshua chapter 3, uh, I mean chapter 23, verse 1 through 6. After a long time had passed, and the Lord had given Israel rest from all their enemies around them, Joshua by then was a very old man. He summoned all of Israel, their leaders, the leaders and the judges and the officials, and he said to them, I am very old. You yourselves have seen everything the Lord your God has done to all these nations, for your God has done to all these nations for your great sake. It was the Lord your God who fought for you. Remember how I have allotted an inheritance for your tribes, all the land of the nations that remain, the nations I conquered between the Jordan and the Mediterranean Sea in the west? The Lord your God himself will push them out for your, for your sake. He will drive them out before you, and you will take possession of their land as the Lord your God promised you. Then he has this very important statement in verse 6. Be very strong. Be careful to obey all that is written in the book of the law of Moses without turning aside to the right or to the left. Be very strong. Be obedient to the word of God. You know, in his old age, he was reminding his, his people that the Lord fought for them. It wasn't him. It was the Lord. The Lord is before them. The Lord will fight for those who diligently pursue him and ask for his guidance. God wants to take on our battles. He did not plan for us to handle them ourselves. And so today the question is this. When are you going to relinquish your battles to God? I don't know why we try to go through life on our own when God is anxious to be a part of our lives. God is anxious to be a part of your life. He wants to help you. He wants to help you through the trials that you may be going through, through the situations you may be having, through the financial crisis that you're having, through the relationships that you're having. God wants to help you, but you have to call on him and believe. When you read about our founding fathers, George Washington to Thomas Jefferson to Abraham Lincoln, when you read about these folks and others throughout the years, most of them totally relied on God's direction to lead them. But as the years have gone by, more and more we have slipped into the world while our opinion is right, and we act like we don't need any help from Almighty God, when in fact we need more help than ever 
from Almighty God. I believe most of you would agree with me. If you're watching what's going on in the world today, I believe you know we need the power of Almighty God with us because we are really struggling. The world is struggling. Decisions are going south. Folks, we have got to pray for our nation. We have to pray for our leaders, pray that we'll have leaders that will lead our nation in a spiritual way. I'm so glad as I've been a part of the House of Representatives for 17 years that God is leading and God is opening doors there. And I'm seeing many people that are standing up for the things of God. And some of you might say, well, we read just the opposite. Well, I'm around them all the time. And I can tell you this, I've seen God work in many of their lives. And God is still working and he's going to continue to work. In fact, by the way, I'm going to have uh, coming up probably the next within the next four weeks, I'm going to have a legislative week. I'm going to have four legislators on the radio with me, all on a different day. Just going to talk to them about life and about uh, legislation, just just for fun to do something. So I might as well use my opportunity to bring some of these people on. It's not going to be political. I'm not going to make it a political show. It's going to be all about what's going on and what we can do and this kind of thing. And then, then down the line, I'm also going to do a business show. I'm bringing four different businesses on uh, people. I'm going to talk to them about their business and and just talk about God. It's it's going to be fun. I want to do some fun stuff, and so it's it's going to be fun. I hope you'll enjoy that, and you'll know when it's coming. But they'll both be they'll both be for the whole week. So, but I imagine that's going to be uh, a little a little ways away right now since I'm not to that point. Well, more than anything else, we find through jo- Joshua and through Moses that we must learn to be courageous, even though you might be ridiculed. Oh yeah, for being courageous. You'll be ridiculed. I remember being ridiculed some in school for my stance on God. People might say something like, you are taking religion too far. Or do you really think God cares? Believe me, God cares. He has given us the greatest instruction manual we could ever have, the Bible. Remember the old song growing up? The B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the Word of God, the B-I-B-L-E, Bible. He has taught us in His Word and by example how to live. There is not a one of us listening today that doesn't know when we are not doing something right. You know when you're doing something that's not right. You know when you have turned your back on God. You know when you've sinned before God. He has given all of us a conscience to know when we're doing things wrong, or doing things right. And as I've told my daughter growing up all through life, as I tell the church growing up, you have a choice. Life is a choice. You have a choice to walk with Jesus with all your heart, soul, and mind, or you have a choice to turn away from him. You have a choice to be sincere or a choice to just be lackadaisical. You have a choice every single day. You can argue and you can fight all you want, in about vain philosophies, but you're fooling no one. When we live against the principle that God has laid out in his book, you know, we're just turning our back on him. So what do you need to do? Easy enough. Stand fast on the word of God. Spend time and find out what he says. Piece by piece, God will show you things. You'll be amazed how the Holy Spirit will open up your heart to his truth. Sometimes it's like just flit, we feel like we're just flittering through life, 
And then out of nowhere, he shows me something through his word, and it rings out like a lightning bolt. It's hard to experience that, though, if we're not in his word. It's hard to experience that if we're not calling upon him and talk to him on a regular basis. We've got to do that, folks. I mean, I, I've had dry spells in my life where I have not been diligent as I should. And I think we all have. I don't care if you're the greatest Christian that walked the planet. You've probably had a dry spell because we've had those. But when our faith is solid and our foundation is built, we will make it through those dry spells and we'll pick it back up again and God will keep us going the right direction. He will help us with our disciplines. I need help in discipline. I'm disciplined in some things, other things I am not very disciplined in. And we need help in our disciplines, but especially our spiritual discipline. You know, our time is so fractured now that we go and we go so many times. We don't take time for ourselves. And the time we need to be with alone with God, we don't take time to do that. But Joshua sought God, and he relied on God. And without God, the Israelites would have went down. But God saved them, and he brought them victory. God wants to save you and bring you victory. I'm so excited. Pastor Allen has been preaching some sermons at our church, that, and he's encouraging people, if they've never been baptized, to be baptized. And he said, I'll baptize you on any Sunday you want to be baptized. And now we already have a number saying, you know what? I need to be baptized. Remember in the book of Acts, the second chapter, he says, repent every one of you and be baptized and you will receive the Holy Spirit. You will if you repent and if you're baptized. That's what the Word of God says. It's not just Tom saying. That's what the Word of God says in Acts chapter 2, I believe, in verse 38. But folks, what does repent mean? Repent means turn away. Many people need to turn away from their sin, turn away from their lack of faithfulness, turn away from not giving God their all and say, it's time. Can you say that today? It's time. Can you say it right where you're at? I don't care where you're at right now. Just say the word, it's time. It's time. Don't be shy. Some of you have nobody around you. Just say it's time. Well, that sounds silly. That's all right. You're admitting it's time to get busy with God. Joshua saw God and relied on God, and God blessed him because he followed him. He wants you and I to go and get back on track and go the right direction. See, God is always faithful. Man is is not. Man is airfield. God is always faithful. God wants to lead his holy army into a spiritual battle. Will you enlist? Let's enlist. Let's go to battle for the Lord Jesus Christ and claim the victory. You know, I the Salvation Army uh, people are great people, great holiness people. I love the Salvation Army brothers and sisters. And I used to work at Salvation Army years ago. And I'm uh, very pleased to know how they followed God and, and really tried to live a, a holy life. But uh, I like that. They call the Salvation Army. You know, it is a we are a part of the Salvation Army. We are a part of all those that have claimed Jesus Christ. We need people of salvation that have accepted Jesus Christ to bind together. You know, right there, there's another revival going on in Asbury. It's all of a sudden, it is building up. Great things are happening. Keep praying for that revival to spread like it did in the 60s, God wants to do powerful things. And I believe if we follow him, we're going to see some great things happen. And I certainly want to be a part of it. And I hope you do too. Hey, thank you so much for listening. 
I so appreciate you listening to this show, and I hope you listen to many more. May God bless you and lead you this day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.